everyone, I'm Troy Dodds and welcome to The Week. This is your complete look at the week that was and the week that will be in Penrith and Surrounds. The Week can be heard every Saturday morning on Vintage FM in Penrith from 8am and also as a podcast on the Western Weekender website and social media from 9am on Saturdays. We're also on iTunes, simply search Western Weekender and you'll find the latest episode. Make sure you subscribe to get the latest episode as soon as it lands. And why not leave us a rating so as many people as possible can find out about the week on iTunes. Also, Podcast Addict, if you happen to be on the Android system, download that from Google Play and you can get the latest edition of the week from there. Here at the week, we want to keep you informed about what's happening in the city where we live, work and play. We will do that with Penrith's truly local news team. Emily Newton, Nathan Taylor and Kate Reid are a part of that team. They'll join us on the podcast and radio program today. Don't forget that the Western Weekender print edition is out every Friday, including your gloss property magazine, Western Property. And you can also view the digital editions and all the latest breaking news at westernweekender.com.au or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Vintage FM, of course, plays the music you grew up with and you can listen on your radio or, of course, jump on to vintagefm.com.au. Now, I want to point out just off the top of the show today that I want to have some fun. I want to give away some prizes. In fact, I've got a family pass to the movies, four tickets to Hoyt's Penrith to give away, and it's pretty easy to enter. All you need to do is send an email to theweek at westernweekender.com.au. Theweek at westernweekender.com.au. Put in the subject line, The Week simple as that and you're in with a chance to win some Hoyt's movie tickets for uh, you and the family so make sure you do that do it right now email theweek at westernweekender.com.au put the week in the subject line and you are in with a chance of winning let's get the week underway Let's have a look at some of the news of the week. And uh, first up, the Penrith Valley Chamber of Commerce, who's seen a change there during the week, a new board and a new president taking charge. And in fact, Wayne Wilmington, our own Wilmo uh, from Vintage FM, is the new president of the Penrith Valley Chamber of Commerce. Linda Kemp is the vice president. Now, look, I think this is a, a great team to take the chamber forward. Uh, the Penrith Valley Chamber of Commerce has been around for a long time, one of the oldest chambers in New South Wales, but it has faced some challenges in recent years. And it is time for a bit of change, I think, and a bit of uh, excitement to be pumped into the chamber. And I'm sure Wilmo, Linda, and the rest of the board will do that. Now, you can find out more about that on page 19 of the Western Weekender. But congratulations to all of those who have um, been successful and jumped onto the Penrith Valley Chamber of Commerce board. Great to see indeed. Uh, now, the other story this week, you might have heard or seen the front page of the Daily Telegraph newspaper, and it was uh, pretty strong in its criticism of Thornton, the, uh, the area just north of Penrith Station there, and the fact that garbage trucks can't seem to get around there. Now, look, we've, we chased this up during the week at the weekender, and look, Council's really moved to clarify these reports. Um, Council says that the story's come about due to a Western Sydney Regional Organisation of Council submission to a land release and housing supply inquiry and that Thornton really wasn't an appropriate area to consider. Uh, Council basically says that all waste is collected from Thornton but as inner city living becomes more desirable in Western Sydney, practices and services will need to be adjusted to meet the requirements of these new and evolving communities. So in short, they are saying, yeah, look, there's probably some difficulties getting the rubbish there but they're aware of it and they, um, they, they fix that by employing runners and doing all sorts of things. So basically what council has come out and said, there's nothing to see here. And that the Telegraph story was maybe just a little bit of a beat up. But that's council's response. You can read more about that on page 18 of the Western Weekender this week. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender.
Look, um, power prices are very, uh, very significant as far as talking points go in the Penrith area at the moment. And look, all levels of government are talking about power prices. And uh, particularly as we head into summer, we've had a few days where we've had a bit of a preview of the hot weather ahead. And I'm sure most of us threw the air conditioner on and whatnot. But some of us are actually really afraid to turn the aircon on at this time of the year and as we head into summer because they're going to get these skyrocketing power bills. I've seen and heard some incredible examples of power bills just out of control in our local area. And look, um, we had Emma Husser, the federal Lindsay MP. Uh, she hosted Shadow Minister for Climate Change and Energy Mark Butler and the New South Wales Shadow Minister for Resources and Energy Adam Searle for an energy crisis forum and round table this week to hear from concerned local residents and businesses. Uh, and in addition to that, the New South Wales Minister for Energy and Utilities, Don Harwin, spoke to local business owners about their concerns surrounding power bills at a Penrith Valley Chamber of Commerce meeting last week. So it's quite obvious that um, both sides of government and all levels of government are concerned about power and they're talking about power. Um, hopefully we see some changes in regards to the way that um, the electricity is charged and the exorbitant bills that we're getting because let me tell you I know there's some medium and long-term solutions in play particularly around batteries and things like that but it really seems that as far as the short term is concerned we're just all sitting here expected to either swelter through summer or cough up and pay big money for your electricity bills and a lot of us simply cannot afford it but keep an eye on it electricity prices they will be a big talking point over summer no doubt about that and if you grab the western weekend of this week pages six and seven you can see all of the details about that forum and also about don harwin's appearance at chamber this is vintage fm and the western weekender Emily Newton is here. Hello, Emily. Hello, Troy. Now, a big story on the front page of the Western Weekend uh, on Friday. Of course, uh, the government possibly um, on the verge of compulsorily acquiring um, hundreds of properties, actually, in a couple of suburbs. Yeah, that's right. So we've known that there's some land, particularly through Cranebrook and Landilo, that may be acquired for roads. We need the infrastructure. It's for years been rumoured about, but we have no idea where these actual properties are going to be until we've seen uh, some cabinet documents, a, a leak actually, suggesting that there's hundreds that the government is already aware of, but they're not telling the locals. And the locals are obviously pretty concerned about this because um, they just don't know if they're going to be in their houses for a year, three years. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And a lot of these properties are people that, you know, the land's been in the family for a few generations. They've spent their lives here. They've built houses and homes and they don't know whether they're going to continue living there. Now, Prue Carr, the uh, Londonry State MP, and also Karen McEwen, who of course is on council, but also the uh, ele- the candidate for the state seat of Penrith at 2019 state election, uh, they're both behind the campaign to, I guess, get some transparency in all of this. Yeah, absolutely. So they're really furious about this. The fact that Prue, she's a member for Londonderry, and she doesn't even know what's happening in her own electorate because the state government is not telling her. And the state government were, um, were pretty short with you this week as well. Yeah, that's right. So I, I tried to contact them for comment and uh, nothing really came of that. I gave them a particular deadline. They sent me an email and I rang them and there was nothing. Mm. So interesting right. anyway. Shroud of secrecy over a lot of this stuff, no mm. doubt about it. All right, we'll, uh, we'll keep on that story. Thank you, Emily. No worries, And Rick. this is our last edition of the week for uh, 2017. Yeah, so sad to you. see it go for the week. Uh, don't worry, we'll be back. We'll be back <laughs> better and bigger than ever. But uh, thank you for all your efforts this year. No worries, my pleasure. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender.
Time for Saturday Real Estate, and our House of the Week this week is a beautiful home in Glenmore Park, 33 Warry Avenue, Glenmore Park. It is on the market for a tick under $900,000, 4.5 bedrooms, two bathrooms, two car spaces. It is a beautifully renovated family home, uh, greeting you with a modern colour palette and well-maintained gardens. It really is a breath of fresh air, this property. Uh, the home offers you incredible amount of living space, both inside and out, versatile floor plan, along with the comfort of ducted air conditioning, which we all need during summer, of course, and modern fixings, sure to make for comfortable family living. Now, the property would suit a wide variety of people at different stages of life. It could be for growing families. It could be for those who, you know, they've, they've had the one house and now it's time for the next one or whatnot. Uh, beautifully positioned in Glenmore Park as well. So this is 33 Warry Avenue in Glenmore Park, on sale for a tick under $900,000. It is open for inspection today, Saturday the 4th of November, from 12 until 12.30pm. If you'd like some more details, give Star Partners Penrith a call on 4731-6733. By the way, if you need some tree work around your place, Safe Tree Services are the place to call. Tree trimming and removal, mulching, stump grinding, free mulch and firewood too, $10 million in public liability insurance to give you peace of mind, and they give free quotes to all areas seven days a week. 50% off for this month only if you call Safe Tree Services. Give Joe a call on 0410-344-222. Safe Tree Services. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Nathan Taylor's here to talk sport. G'day, Nathan. G'day, Troy. Now, uh, the Nepean Triathlon was on last week. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I was injured, unable to participate this <laughs> year, uh, despite all the training I put in for it. But um, some familiar faces walked away with the top honours. Yeah, that's right. It was obviously a, a glorious day last Sunday over at the Sydney International Gatta Centre. And uh, funnily enough, Aaron Royal, who's now won it four times, won the men's portion of the event. And Ashley Gentle, uh, she's also a Rio Olympian at the recent Olympics. She also won the women's portion of the event. And she's now won it uh, three times. Time. So uh, it seems like these two are really dominated in the Pan Triathlon and that they probably will for many more years to come. Absolutely. And they love coming out uh, to the event too. They, they both said that they love the other uh, Penrith course. Mm. Yeah, they say it really suits them. The, the, a lot of them have been growing up here and have, have raced here in their junior triathlon day. So they know that sort of regatta centre course very well. So, I mean, it, it's quite un- incredible that you know, someone can win it every year, but um, these two seem to do it. Absolutely. All right. Now, um, have you ever done a triathlon? Ever considered it? <laughs> no, no, I can't swim. You can't swim? No. I'm, I'm, oh, that's I'm, right. I remember that near drowning you had over at the uh, yeah. Sydney International yeah. Regatta Centre at the Whitewater. The Whitewater Stadium, oh, yeah. Dirty. That's right, to be rescued. Yeah, well, I've never done one, obviously. I mean, yeah. anyway, I mean, I, you know, I guess... You know, you give it a go. If, we, if you could do um, it in pairs, like someone could do the swim, mm, do the run leg, someone could do the cycle. If that's not a sport, that's a great invention. That, they should that, do that, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look, I just want to we're gonna give a shout-out, not quite a triathlon, but um, Alex McKenzie, who, of course, mm. is our uh, finance expert at the Western Weekend. Yep. He runs Future Financial Services in Penrith. Uh, he's running the New York Marathon over the next week and the next few days. So he's over there in New York. And uh, he's gone through a lot of um, fitness and everything he's tried to, to really pull off in the last year. So uh, good on Alex. Hopefully he uh, has success. Yeah, it? that's quite unbelievable. New York Marathon's one of the biggest marathons there is in the world. So yes. if he can do it, I'm sure you can do it next well, year, Well, maybe, Troy. maybe. I'll uh, get some feedback <laughs> off Alex. But he, uh, he's he been really uh, aiming for this. It's been a big goal for a few years. So, Alex, we hope you go well. Alex is a, a new dad. So he's, he's gone over there and he's going to tackle this marathon. So well, good luck, Alex. Good on you, Alex. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. 
Nathan Taylor's still here talking sport. Uh, Nathan, of course, we saw the uh, Rugby League World Cup match last night, Australia playing France uh, in Canberra. Mm-hmm. Uh, another great game in the World Cup. But um, let's talk a bit of AFL because the draw came out this week. And I saw a lot of people not quite happy with it. Some were. Um, one of the biggest dramas, I don't know if you heard, was the, the Carlton draw. Apparently. Oh, right, okay. Oh, well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently Carlton uh, haven't been going well in yep. the AFL. And our, our AFL uh, followers out there will know this, but they've been given a lot of prime time slots uh, uh, okay. next year. And bit of controversy. Make a difference. I think Collingwood got a really easy draw too because they haven't made the finals in about six years. Yes. So Eddie Maguire will be happy with that one as well. Absolutely. Well, we've, of course, following the Giants. <laughs> yes. And look, they've got to go one better next year. They've got to. <laughs> well, they do. The past two years, they've finished preliminary finalists and haven't been able to to get to the big dance. But um, yeah, hopefully next year they can do that. They have lost a lot of experience though. Stevie J leaving the club, Shane Mumford as well retiring. So uh, it's going to be a bit difficult for them. But um, they actually kick off the season in Canberra, believe it or not. Uh, A team from Western Sydney is going to be playing their first home game in Canberra before they head back to Spotless Stadium. What yeah. do you think about that one? Well, you've touched on a sore point for me um, because I just want to say this. Homebush is not great at Western Sydney, so that's where they play out of yeah. uh, generally. Neither is Canberra, I guarantee you. <laughs> Canberra is not great at Western Sydney. I think this is going to be a big problem for the AFL and the Giants moving forward. You can't go, I think they go four or five weeks before they even play at Homebush, mm. at their home ground. They're going to kick off an AFL season and you know in the middle of March and not play until the middle of April yeah. um, in, in Homebush, which isn't Greater Western Sydney anyway. It's an outrage. It is an outrage, but they've got a handy little fan base there down in oh. uh, Raiders Territory in Canberra, and I'm sure they get a lot of money from the uh, the Canberra Tourism yeah, Board for, to play down there. I understand what you're saying, but where are they going to play it out here? I mean, apart build, from build Grey Gums over The millions, the millions of dollars uh, that the <laughs> AFL has invested in making this team work, they could have built a stadium at Blacktown, or even here in Penrith, but I reckon Blacktown's the place to well, be. Blacktown, Blacktown's one of the biggest LGAs in the country and doesn't have a major sporting team representing Well, they, they were supposed to play out of Blacktown initially, and I think they play some trial games there and stuff like that, but the ground there, I guess, just isn't suitable for a proper AFL game. Mm. But um, yeah, anyway, good luck to them. Good luck to the Giants next year. The AFL draw is out. Check out afl.com.au. Now, Nathan, uh, we need to point out, uh, we've got our fingers crossed yes. because uh, you, um, you're hoping to win an award tonight. Uh, for your netball coverage through the year at the uh, Western Weekend, you're off to the big uh, black tie event at uh, Bankstown Sports Club. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Already, um, I don't know why you're wearing a suit this early in the morning, but anyway. <laughs> Look, hoping yeah, we actually are nominated for an award tonight for uh, best overall netball coverage uh, for community newspapers in the state. So mm-hmm. heading along to Bankstown tonight to hopefully take home an award. It'll be it'll be a great achievement if we do. All right. Uh, well, let's hope uh, you get that. And if you do, we'll uh, we'll read about it. I'm sure in the uh, in the Western Weekend next week. Um, now, no news yet on you winning the trocky, tro- trocky, the Trolley Tracker Award, which yes. you've been campaigning for. No news? No news, but I did report another three trolleys yesterday on my walk around Thornton, oh, so uh, fingers crossed that uh, one of them comes to fruition, but uh, yeah, I- I'm still trying every every week when I go out there. Because you are, of course, leading the campaign to clean up Thornton. That's right. Uh, you, you've pretty much been appointed the president of the, the cleanup <laughs> group there. And uh, you wrote this week, it looks like they're going to finally clean up the canal for our locals there. Yeah, yeah. Lancom said that they were they were onto it. They knew about the um, the problem with, with the canal in Thornton. It, it's full of rubbish. Uh, I've complained about it mm. many times, as have a lot of residents. Um, did go out for a walk the other day there and still hadn't been cleaned. So I'm giving them a couple of weeks, Troy. And if they haven't cleaned it then, I think we should well, bash them up again. Well, it's very hard to get the, <laughs> uh, the trucks through the streets to, to, get, to be able to clean it up. So I guess they're trying to uh, challenge that at the moment. All right, uh, Nathan, um, it is our last edition of the week for the year. I know. So, um, we no best of special next week? <laughs> no, no best Surely. Of. And we don't have any awards or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, we'll be back next year in, in one way, shape, form or another. 
that's not how you say it, but anyway, I'll just go with that. But um, <laughs> thanks for uh, for participating in the week this year. No worries. Thanks, listeners. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Time for our What's On and Where segment. Do not forget, the Real Festival is on this weekend. Uh, started on Friday, continues today. Uh, I reckon it's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to heading down there later this afternoon to Tent Reserve. Uh, the Real Festival continues over the weekend. Uh, look, a lot of you would know Josh Pike, one of the great singer-songwriters in Australia. I saw him a couple of weeks ago, actually, at the Enmore Theatre. Well, he's taking a break from uh, performing and singing and songwriting and all of that. Uh, an indefinite break, actually. So this is going to be one of your last chances to see him live. He's actually playing up at Katoomba on the 11th of November, Saturday the 11th of November. Tickets are 35 bucks. and for more information visit joshpike.com. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, Josh Pike performing in Katoomba. Um, now also, the Angels are heading to Penrith, believe it or not, one of the hardest working bands on the Aussie live music scene. Uh, the Brothers Angels and Demons Tour are coming to the Evan Theatre at Penrith Panthers on Friday the 24th of November at 8pm. Tickets are 60 bucks. To purchase your tickets, visit penrith.pan Panthers.com.au. And I don't need to tell you, by the way, as far as what's on and where is concerned, the Melbourne Cup is on Tuesday, the race that stops the nation. Pretty much every club, pub, hotel in the local area will be showing the Cup. And of course, uh, most have functions and things like that. Look, head anywhere. Penrith, Panthers, um, Penrith RSL, Penrith Bowling Club, they're going to have the race on with functions and lunches and all of that. Whatever you do, gamble responsibly, but have a great day at the, uh, the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Time for our Your Life segment. Kate Reed's here. Hello, Kate. Hey, Troy. Now, uh, when we get older, our, our diets tend to change or our appetites tend to change. Yes. And, of course, it's quite known in a lot of cases as people get older, they eat less. Yep. Very important, though, that we, um, we still maintain good health and nutrition. Yeah, so there's a few things that um, we need to be aware of. As we get older, not only, as you said, we might eat a bit less, um, we also um, don't absorb nutrients as well because there's changes in the gut as we age. Um, We could also have issues with teeth, you know, losing teeth. um, You know, our teeth tend to deteriorate as we get older, Mm -hmm. um, which can cause issues with obviously, you know, it's hard to sit down to a big steak and things like that. So um, there's some things we do need to be aware of as we age. So what should we be doing as we get older? Um, What are the things we can do to make sure that we maintain that? Um, the, the food that we need to be eating. So we want to make sure that we're keeping up with an adequate amount of food, but also making sure we're getting a good variety because then we're more likely to get the nutrients we need. So, for example, you can do things like um, with chopping vegetables because that mm. can become hard um, with um, you know food yes. preparation and things, like that. and things like that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So you can it's okay to use things like frozen vegetables that are already chopped. Um, it might be a good idea if you are having trouble with preparing foods to look into ready-made meals, you know, meals on wheels and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, getting enough water is also important. If you don't love water, then putting a bit of lemon or lime or something in it to give it a bit of flavour is a good idea. Um, and also, if you do find that you're losing a bit of weight or you're not having as much food or you, you might think you might have an issue with not getting um, all the foods that you need, adding in some nutritious snacks between meals is important. So things like you know, yogurt, fruits, those kind of things. Add those healthy snacks in so that you can make sure that you're getting all the energy and calories that you need. Excellent. All right, good advice, Kate. Thank you. And uh, thanks for uh, all your efforts on the week this year. Thanks, Troy. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Now, I love a little bit of a quirky survey, quirky uh, stat or study. And this week, the NRMA has revealed that 12 cars broke down every day in Penrith in the last year. 
4,500 breakdowns. The NRMA report found Penrith was the 17th highest suburb for breakdowns across New South Wales. NRMA patrols found uh, 80 cars per week had broken down locally, or 12 a day. This was between September 2016 and September 2017. And the data shows that despite rapid advances in motoring technology, the number of drivers stranded on the roadside remains high. Now, in that uh, year, we had 4,508 breakdowns. What do you reckon was the main reason? Well, 24%, a big, big majority, was for flat batteries. Uh, electrical faults, 9%. Uh, wheels and tyres, problems there, 10%. And vehicle lockouts, people stupidly locking themselves out of their car, 7%. Uh, the statistics were released several weeks after the Netherlands, Norway, and the United Kingdom announced an electric future with a ban on the manufacture of petrol cars by 2025. Can you believe that? And 2040 as well for... Uh, uh, the UK. China signaled it will introduce a similar ban as well. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens here in Australia. But there you go. We're breaking down at a rapid rate in the Penrith area. Can you believe that? This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Do you need a voiceover for your radio commercial or on-hold message or maybe any other purpose? Contact Happy Hour Media today to arrange your affordable voiceover. Jump on to happyhourmedia.com.au. Well, that is it for this week's edition of The Week. Whether you listened on Vintage FM or caught up with the podcast on the Western Weekender website, thank you very much for listening. That is actually also the last edition of The Week for 2017. And for those of you who've been listening since the start or just jumped on at some point during the year, whether it be on Vintage FM or the podcast, on our uh, website or iTunes, however you found us. Thank you so much for your support and for listening throughout the year. We've really enjoyed doing the uh, the show. And uh, look, I think the week will be back. In fact, I know the week will be back in some way, shape or form in 2018. So please look out for it. Uh, we'd love your feedback, of course, if you've uh, got some ideas about what we can do next year, the week at westernweekender.com.au. We'll be back in some form or another in 2018. Thank you very much for your company again. Don't forget the music you grew up with on Vintage FM and Penrith Lee local newspaper the western weekender out every friday and let me be the first to say given that we're wrapping up for the year merry christmas to you this is the week